Sports Talk Chicago. John Zaglou here with you. John Meadows as well. Last mini segment for today. Going to talk about our good friends, the Chicago White Sox. How about a disappointment to start their season? You know, I heard the most ridiculous thing today on a different podcast. Not going to name it. We were talking, they were talking about Pedro Graffol and the White Sox manager and how it's not Tony La Russa anymore. Thank God it's not Tony La Russa. Well, I'll tell you what, the result's the freaking same. Goes to show you, it doesn't matter who the manager is, which we knew from last year. It's all Tony La Russa's fault. No, it isn't. This team sucks and nobody's playing up to their potential. I should say few are playing up to their potential. Tim Anderson's hurt again. What a surprise. Luis Roberts, an MVP candidate. Yohan Mokata's doing good. Oscar Colas, eh. Gavin Sheets, the same. Elvis Andrews has a minus two OPS plus. Andrew Benatendi's down to a 72. Aloy Jimenez got hurt, and he wasn't playing well regardless. And in the rotation, the Sox have one good pitcher. That's Dylan Cease. Clevenger's done okay as a back-end guy, but Lance Lynn, Giolito, and Michael Kopech, all of ERAs above six. Yeah, that's not going to win you too many games, especially when those guys are supposed to be your anchors in the middle of the rotation. Lance Lynn's a quality pitcher. I don't know what happened to him. Last year he sucked, and this year, he, this year he's sucking again. Giolito hasn't been good in three years. Kopech had an encouraging start last time around, but he got rocked his first start. <clears throat> and their bullpen's all over the place, too. Jake Diekman, an ADRA. Kendall Graveman at six. Ronaldo Lopez, who's supposed to be closing while Liam Hendricks is recovering from cancer, has a 6.35 ERA. Joe Kelly, who's now in the IL, had a 10 ERA before he got hurt. This is why the Sox are losing. This is why they're 5-8. It had nothing to do with the manager. Famous radio station here in Chicago did a whole segment the other day on... The Sox are still suffering from Tony La Russa. Like they've gone into habits because La Russa indoctrinated them so much. you got to be kidding me. That goes to show you you're a PR arm for the team. Really? We're going to go back to the Tony La Russa narrative and say because of Tony La Russa's influence, they're still not playing well. How dumb could you be? No. They're just not playing well. They're just not performing. And who's that on? Pedro Grafone? I didn't hear anybody call for his firing yet. I didn't hear anybody say it's Pedro Grafol's fault. He's horrible. He's like Tony. He's this and that. No one said anything. Now it's, oh, well, these players aren't playing well. Why not? Where was this discourse last year? Where were these conversations a couple of months ago? Right. No one wants to say that. Everybody stood behind getting the old man out of town. Old man Tony, who was falling asleep on the bench. You know what? Tony LaRusso knows a little bit about baseball. Maybe just a little bit more than you and me. You're going to blame him and put all the problems on him when there's a new manager in town and the team is still floundering around 500. In fact, they're three games under as of this taping. Stop pointing the finger at somebody who's been gone now for six months and start pointing the finger at the players who aren't performing. There are few that are, and they deserve credit. Luis Robert, again, MVP candidate right now, Luis Robert. Dylan Shee, Cy Young Award candidate. 
Yohan Mokata's doing good. Michael Kopech had an encouraging start last time around. But everybody else deserves some sort of criticism. And Mike Clevenger, I should say, has been pleasantly surprising. 2-0, 3-5-E-R-A, kind of what we expected. That's fine. But everybody's getting hurt. Albus Andrews is just not hitting at all. Gavin Cheese and Oscar Colas, who are part of this lineup, who are in the lineup every day, are literally league average hitters. 98 OPS pluses for the both of them. That's not going to get it done. Oh, and what do you know? Aloy Jimenez is hurt again. We've said for years, make him a DH. He always gets hurt. And now he's hurt again. And he was a horrible defensive right fielder or left fielder or center fielder. Wherever they put him, he sucked. And then he kept getting hurt. And now he's hurt again. And when he comes back, they better not put him out in the outfield. Play DH, dude. Stay there. Hit the baseball. Do what you know how to do sometimes. And be okay. But no, the Sox are losing because Tony La Russa is still haunting them to this day. Right. Okay. Isn't that the most ridiculous argument that you've ever heard? A former manager has caused the current team, with a new manager, to go 5-8 and eight to start the season. It's the former manager's fault. And how long are you going to milk the same narrative? How long are you going to keep going back to the same thing over and over and over again for really no reason? I mean, it gets to a point where there has to be a personal vendetta. I will admit I have a personal vendetta with Matt Nagy. I do. I'll say it right now. That's why I bring it up. But we all know that. We're okay with that. Okay? These other hosts, then, must have a personal vendetta with Tony La Russa. But see, here's the thing. It's not Matt Nagy's fault that the Bears went 3-14 and 14 this past season. They were tanking. Justin Fields was growing. There was no mention of Matt Nagy unless Mitch Trubisky news came up, and we kind of talked about it. That was it. There's no reason for Tony La Russa's name to come up right now. None. New manager, new team. There is no reason for Tony LaRusso to be blamed for anything at this point. He's probably sitting at home watching these games or traveling, whatever he's doing. 79 years old. I mean, if we sunk that low, we're going to blame some senior citizen, some 79-year-old man who has not been around the team in six months for their demise with a new manager? How ridiculous does that sound? That's insane. But yet... It's being peddled by everybody. All of your favorite mainstream media outlets are going to continue to peddle the same narrative. And it's tired, and it's old, and it's boring. Where are the critics of those people spreading these falsehoods? I don't know. It just frustrates me because this team has its own internal problems that need to be worked out. They got to hit better. They got to pitch better. You can't have three superstars and then everybody else play like crap, just like the Cubs. At least the Cubs, though, have better depth even today than the White Sox, which is crazy, but it's true. And that's why they're six and five. That's why the White Sox are five and eight. The Cubs have better depth today, here in mid April, than the White Sox. And the White Sox were the more hyped up team. With a new manager, meaning they have a better chance of winning the World Series, winning the division, making the playoffs. Psych. No, they don't, because the players still suck. 
which is what everybody said last year, what everybody should have been saying last year too. The Sacks went 81 and 81 in 2022 because nobody performed and everybody was hurt. And here we are today, 2023, very few are performing. A lot of people are hurt and everybody else sucks. No wonder why there's a problem. No wonder why nobody's winning. But depending on who you talk to, maybe it's Tony LaRusso's fault after all. Any comments on that? Oh, the White Sox owner is cheap. Well, they do have the highest payroll that they've ever had in uh, franchise history. They've had that the past two years for what that's worth. I understand they're cheaper, but I'll tell you what, okay? And I really don't like that argument, actually, because they're still spending money. And they have the players. They've, they've drafted. They've built all these guys up. And no one's really saying anything about Jerry Reinsdorf being cheap. Everyone's saying it's Tony LaRusso's fault, right? So which is it? Is the owner cheap? Is it Tony's fault? Is it everybody but Rick Hahn and Pedro Grafol? And these players, apparently the players get no blame in this? Come on, guys. I don't think so. I think there's been, unfortunately, an agenda surrounding Tony LaRusa, surrounding how this team's being covered. And unfortunately, when it gets to that point, you're blaming the wrong people and you sound dumb. I mean, deep down, really think about this here. I mean, I'm not even, there's no agenda for me. I'm just spitting the truth here. How could a manager who's been away from the team from six months cause them now to be five and eight? He's not been on the bench. He's not been in the locker room. He's not been in players' meetings or strategy meetings. He's been just gone from the team. How is he to blame for what's going on today? How is he the scapegoat still? What has he done to deserve that title? If anybody can answer any of those questions, put them in the comments, or if you're watching the replay, let me know. I don't think anybody could justify it. I think it's just a hit campaign and a way to make the White Sox still look good or, you know, cover for people in the organization, whatever it is. The fact is, Pedro Grafol, who I like as a person, is not doing it right now as a manager. That could change. And I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. We're 13 games in. Let's wait till game 80 to decide how good he really is. But right now, he's not getting it done. These players are not getting it done either. There are three or four who are overperforming, and everybody else is underperforming. Like the Cubs, the White Sox key to success is going to be depth. You can't have four guys who are good, then everybody else sucks. Like the Cubs, you can't have six guys who are good, or seven, and have everybody else suck. So the good thing is both these issues for both teams are correctable. That's the encouraging part. The problem I have is... Will they be done? And the problem I have with the White Sox specifically is stop talking about Tony. He's gone. It's over. He's a Hall of Famer, and he's off the team. Shut up about Tony LaRusa. Stop saying it's his fault or he's to blame or there's a problem. It's not him. Move on, people. Hard to hear, but it's true. Move on. Let's talk about Pedro Grafol. Let's talk about this team. Let's talk about why they're not winning. Let's not blame this on a manager who hasn't been around the team in six months. Okay? And end of rant. <laughs> Please do not tell me it's Tony's fault. Okay? Do yourself a favor. Do myself a favor, too. Do all of us a favor here. 
It's not Tony's fault. I mean, how do you even get to that point? But apparently, educated people, legit people, have said that. And it's been highly publicized all over social media throughout the week, and I've seen it. And I was waiting and rearing for the opportunity to come on here and explain my side of the story, because that's ridiculous. It's not Tony. And between me, you and me, come close, it never was. It never was Tony's fault. But that's a discussion for another day. At that point, I think we're good to close up shop here today. We appreciate everybody tuning in. Sean Merriman was unbelievable. Um, so if you have an opportunity and you missed part of the show or want to go back on podcast for listening to the audio, go back. We're going to cut up clips. We're going to make sure we post that full interview with Sean. He was amazing. Please go back and listen to it. It was awesome. Appreciate all of you tuning in. Follow us at John Z Sports all over social media at Sports Talk Chicago as well. Subscribe to the video or to the YouTube page. Over 18,100 subscribers. Oh, and by the way, we're going to have some really cool news coming up soon too. Um, like huge news. I can announce it now. Going to be a little bit coy about it, but it is coming in the next couple of weeks, and it's going to rock the Chicago sports media landscape and also this channel and the content that you're going to be consuming on this channel. Hint, it won't be just me making content here now. More to come on that in the next couple of weeks. Appreciate all of you tuning in. Big thank you to John Meadows directing and producing. Make sure everything worked out behind the scenes. We will have a show for you Sunday, so don't miss that. More rants expected and promised. And until next time, so long, everyone.